Did you get my email? That is probably one of the worst questions you could ask when following up for people. But, you know, we all kind of do it sometimes by accident. I want to give you a better approach, how to follow up with people in your inbox using humor. Welcome to Storytelling Secrets. This is the podcast for coaches, consultants, and course creators who want to unlock their core stories and use their stories to sell more online. It's a place to master persuasion and influence so you can build a deep relationship with your audience. And it's a place where real-world marketing strategies, tips, and lessons are shared freely. If that interests you, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Jules Dan, and I've battled my way from being a broke group fitness instructor to a full-time, in-demand, freelance email copywriter. Now, I'm ready to get to work. Follow along on my journey as I share my everyday hard-won lessons. I'm Jules Dan, and this is Storytelling Secrets. Hey, what's going on? This is Jules Dan here. I'm going to give you some cool things today because humor is the last bastion of hope we have to get through people's BS detector. And uh, yes, so if you uh, send out pitches, cold pitches, uh, if you're trying to re-engage a customer, if you're trying to re-engage someone who said, yes, yeah, yeah, let's do it, and you're trying to follow up with them, but they don't get back to you, and you keep following up with them, they don't get back to you, and you're like, shit. Is it me or is it the emails? Are they busy? Am I annoying? Well, we don't really know that. But the best thing we can do is break through with humor. Now, I want to tell a quick little backstory and kind of intertwine a little side lesson. And the first little side lesson is never discount any piece of general knowledge that you know as just, you know, just useless trivia shit. Because it's not true. Um, I'll give you an example. So a few years back at what's it called, when I was in Boise, Idaho, and I stayed at an Airbnb with two Aussies, so there were two Australian hosts who were, who were there at the time, and they showed me the Boise River, and there were people floating down the river, I'm like, what are people doing, and they're like, oh yeah, people are tubing down there, it's a really fun activity, they told me all about it, all their stories, they showed me the photos, and I'm like, okay, I'll come, I'll store that for later. <laughs> Two and a half years or three years later, I can actually use that fact. Now, here's how you could use it in your situation too, right? So, I have this guy from Boise, Idaho, I'm, uh, who, who after the podcast is like, I really would like you to do some consulting work with me. And I'm like, great, let's do it. Sent him an invoice, didn't hear back from him, sent a follow-up, didn't hear back from him. And you kind of get the idea. Crickets. So I left it for about 12 days on my third follow-up. I'm like, okay, got to let it just settle down a little bit here. I remember from when I was in Boise, Idaho, that that tubing thing was in summertime. And right now, in Australia, we live in this weird land where it's uh, we live in the future, right? And when it's summer in the States, it's winter over here. Oh, my gosh. So it's it's winter here, it's really cold, but I realize, oh, he's probably down tubing. So I'm going to make a little little joke that he's kind of gone uh, on the um, Boise tubing and kind of gone wrong. 
Now, the point here is not to use my email word for word because it won't work if you if whoever's you're talking to isn't from Boise, Idaho. It won't work. However, what I am suggesting is that if you can use some piece of general knowledge from your past or even just Google the little fact about whatever about that person where they live or and just intertwine it with something funny, you know, that's going to really grab attention. And this is the email that that re-engage that, that uh, potential client with an appointment, which I'm super stoked with. And I will share with you today. I'll give you another example as well after this. But subject line, here we go. Subject line, man, does this guy ever give up? Hello, I'll just leave his name blank. Okay, maybe you've had too much fun tubing down the Boise River lately. Last time I did it, it looked like this. And it's basically this gif of this dude basically stuck in a rapid <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous, like a very heavy, rapid, lots of white water rushing, and he's just going around in a circle. And after, underneath, I said, well, maybe I'm a little dramatic, but that's how chaotic our back-end email marketing platform can look without a, with any strategy. We're literally stuck and not moving anywhere. So I kind of like tied off with a bit of humor, like, yeah, well, maybe a bit dramatic. And then I say, and then I relate it back to my pitch. That's how... It reminds me of, or like, that's how, and then that's how you talk about your thing. So if you're up for it, hit reply and let's organize to get your backend email marketing strategy sorted. Cheers, Jules, relentless Aussie Dan. Because I just need to remind him that I was Australian because we've got this secret power of being Australian, so you got to use that to your advantage. But um, anyways, that just that tiny, like short email, what is that like? hundred Less than 100 words and a GIF? That really broke through. So that's the first little lesson. The other one was, so that was for re-engaging a customer. This is for a cold outreach. Now, cold outreach, there are so many people's different opinion. I'm not the expert, but this has worked for me, especially well for getting on podcasts, inviting really cool people onto the podcast. Like you heard Brandon Lucero last week. Uh, He doesn't get on too many podcasts, so... I was like, all right, let's do this. Or two, he doesn't get on too many podcasts that people doesn't know. That's what he told me. I'm like, great, perfect. My methods are working. But here we go. So this is a, a cold email that I used to, um, to, to message a YouTuber who I thought might be good to write some content emails for. Now, this is especially cool if you uh, you've got some kind of service work. Um, there are different ways of doing cold email. Like I'm not going to go into too deep here. But one of them is to use like an intriguing case study, like pure benefits, pure case study, and like a clickbaity um, subject line. That's not me. I love to use humor. And so this is the email I wrote. Um, and actually, I should pre- preface this as well. So I tried using, I bought this dude's template pack called John Buchanan or John Buchanan. Maybe you've heard him before. His name's, he's from Charm Offensive. He's got some really good templates in there. And I got in on his stuff early, like super early when he just got on his first John Lee Dumas's podcast in 2017 and he had like a $170 offer. And I, as far as I remember, that was his first offer was giving out these templates. And I used them to book appointments on LinkedIn at the time. It was just working so well. But now, John is huge. And you know what happens when John is huge? Everyone's using his templates. You know what ever happens when everyone's, when everyone's using his templates? Well, you know, they're less effective. I've even had some people say to me, you're the sixth person this week to tell me 
send me your cutting insult, which is like a little line that he used inside of the emails. And so, and even recently, I, I pulled out his templates. I'm like, let's give these a try because I just want to start. I just want to start doing you know just one cold email a day. It's just not. It's not. It's not like a necessarily like I'm desperate for business, but it's always good to top up your top of funnel, right? So just one. It just that's like if you break it down. That I'm going a bit of tangent here, but if you break it down, if you do seven cold emails a week. 7, 14, 21, 28. Okay, that's 28 a month. 28 people reaching out. If that could lead to an extra one or two more book sales calls for like, I don't know, like 10 minutes a day, that is freaking worth it. Okay, so that's why I'm prefacing this. Like, if you're not really doing this, you're lying on referrals, maybe give this a go. Okay, here we go. So, Whoever you're reaching out to, uh, obviously you need to find the ideal client. You're not just worst thing you could do is just go to some scraped list that you don't even know who you're talking to. Find your ideal client, so important. So what I did was I went to YouTube to find my ideal client, content creator. They got an email list. You know, I could send this, see this sending out regular emails. And um, here's what I've done to get their attention: use humor. Oh, far out. I need to backtrack a little bit here. Why was I telling a little story about John? Well, one, because his templates stopped working, but... Excuse me, I sculled this smoothie that was just delicious and um, has a bit of milk in it. You know what happens when you drink milk. But anyways, so John was actually doing this interview and on this interview, he said, templates are great, but if you can personalize it, it tenfolds basically the effectiveness. I'm like, all right, we're going to follow John's advice because your templates are not working as well as I used to. So that's exactly what I did. I use mainly the same structure, but I did personalize it so that it didn't look like a copy paste. Okay. So here we go. You can use mine in the same sort of way and then change it for yourself. Hey, greetings, Dan. You've never heard of me. Hi, I'm Jules. Oh yeah, by the way, that subject line is never write another dang email again, question mark. I found questions to seem to open the curiosity loop. Okay, you've never heard of me. Hi, I'm Jules. You have the great privilege of living in my email swipe file. Congrats, you made it. Take a bow. Haha, <laughs> jokes aside, I have a serious pitch. Has got a line through it. Email to right here. Let me get right down to it. I saw you recently launched your publisher supremacy membership. Well done. And I also saw you regularly write your own emails to promote your YouTube videos. Not many people consistently email. Nice job. So what I'm doing here is I've opened up with a bit of humor. Um, being open, that's a pitch. With joke, like tongue-in-cheek about it. And then I give them some praise. People like praise. Not many people are very consistent with email. Nice job. But if you're like most growing YouTubers, opportunities pop up all the time. Maybe you'd like some time back to focus on those opportunities. And this is where my not-so-stealthy pitch glides right in. I actually write emails for influencers, content, and sales to help get email marketing off their plate. If you're even the slightest bit curious, would you be open to a quick seven-minute chat? You're welcome to swipe my ideas, and if you play your cards right, I might even tell you my lamest joke I know. I got that line from John, (laughs) directly from John. Um, Finally, it's time to release my favorite weapon, a picture of my company mascot, Winston, just what you've always wanted. And this is exactly from John's template file as well. And it's this picture of this cuddly plush doll. 
this octopus with a monocle and a top hat. It just looks ridiculous. It's like this cute little animal. And that's what it, John even says. Use some ridiculous cute animal in your picture for the mascot. And it says, I await your profanity-filled response. Have an absolutely terrific day. And then sign off. And that's the email. So, yes. The key thing here is, at the start, I'll reiterate. You never heard me before, so why am I reaching out? Okay, and then I'd let them know where I got their email from. You're in my swap file. The second thing is to give them uh, a bit of a heads up that this is a pitch. And I say, haha, jokes aside, I have a serious pitch. Line through it. Email to right here. Let me get right down to it. I saw you recently. Okay, so some recent event that just happened. So this is how you can personalize it. So I used his publisher supremacy membership. I gave him some praise for it. But then I want to twist a knife a bit. If you're like most growing YouTubers, opportunities pop up all the time. Maybe you'd like some of that time back to focus on these opportunities. So bringing it back to the reader, getting them involved. And this is where my not-so-stealthy pitch glides right in. Again, so being a bit candid, being a bit tongue-in-cheek about it, that this is actually a pitch. Two sentences to tell them what I actually do. I actually write emails for influencers, content and sales to help get email marketing off their plate. I could have actually done way better job than that. I think I remember writing this in just 10 minutes, just on a whim. And it still worked. Um, if you're slightest bit curious, would you open to a quick seven-minute chat? Who the hell offers a seven-minute chat? That's from John's as well. So do praise John for that. And uh, yes, so um, I would definitely give whether you're following up with a customer, figure out like where they live or something nuanced about um, their particular business or whatnot and just try and make a, a joke out of them not getting back to you. Um, and then the other one is obviously that ones I just showed you. So um, being candid, where you got the email from, this is completely out of the blue pitch, that sort of thing. So hope you got some value out of today. Those are just two styles of humor to in the follow-up. Um, I know it's not really stories. I know, I know. But I'm just really track. I love to track my progress on this podcast as much as I can. Um, just to document the journey. I know, judging by the downloads, people are still listening to it. So I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep delivering story stuff too along the way. Um, but anyways, what I'm trying to say is... Uh, even though it's not always story stuff, because actually, weird fact, hundred episode 118 is like one of the most downloaded episodes. I'm like, where the frick did that come from? Because all the earlier ones have just, they're one of the most downloaded, but 118 just skyrocketed up. It's like how to tell better stories in person. Um, so obviously, I understand you listening right now, you love the story content, the ones that teach you about story. So, never fear, we're going to cover it, but uh, this is definitely going to help you out. This is my bread and butter, emails are my bread and butter. Use humor, don't be afraid to be a bit bold with your emails, okay? Skinny kids, oh, that's it. This is what Zig Ziglar quote, I'll sign off on this, I love this quote, and it's this. Timid salespeople have skinny kids. It's a good one, hey? T- uh, timid salespeople have skinny kids, which basically means sometimes you just got to have a bit of balls and just go for it. And go for shit where it might maybe offend people 
it might people might think you're crazy, but you know, it's gonna stand out. And sometimes it won't always hit, but other times it will. It will pay off. And they'll remember you for it. But that's it from he from from he from me. Use humor. Don't be afraid to be bold. And have a good one. See you later.